Hi, this is Mark. And this is Francois doing the Daily Ride podcast for May 24th, 2011. And four out of five inmates agree, we're putting the commute in commuter entertainment. Go! Uh, I'm not ready. Still too fucking bad. <laughs> Wait, here we go, here we go. Listen, listen. Yeah? with you opening up a soda can, but it's really yeah, besides the point. because I do it with pizzazz. Oh, I did fucking spill some on my thing here. Alright. Uh, so, uh, this edition of the Daily Ride brought to you from inside uh, the office. That's right. We're riding, but only mentally. Yeah. Physically, we're just sitting on our asses in my office. Yes. <laughs> mentally. We're, we're going to take you on a little baby. mental ride right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so go ahead. No, I was just gonna welcome you back from uh, sunny Florida. Thanks. It's good to be back. Uh, you brought with you uh, one beautiful day and then a wicked thunderstorm. Yep. Yeah, uh, man, it was fucking crazy out there. You know, we we can't even complain though, because the weather's just been so nutty all over the country, and I think it has to do with a failed apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Somebody's bringing the apocalypse. Yeah, late. It was like it was like you know all those all the Harold Camping types of the world with their May twenty first apocalypse. Right. Well, it turns out they weren't off; they were just a couple of days off. Well, what I think happened is I think their god right. uh, was just like, oh, oh yeah, it, here's a couple of things to keep you busy. Is it the twenty first? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> my, uh, I forgot to set the, the alarm on my yeah. cell phone. Wait a minute. <laughs> You're really the 21st? So, I don't know. So, uh, so just he said, "Well, look, uh, I it, I can't get a so I can't get an apocalypse together at such short <laughs> notice. So I'm just going to throw you a few tornadoes and a yeah. big couple of rainstorms and a couple of floods. How well, about that?" I was uh I was thinking about it. What did that guy do? What did he say? They pushed it back, didn't they? They pushed it back to like October. Uh, September. I thought. September? Yeah. Uh, but the whole thing is, it's wholesale bullshit now, and everybody knows it. Right. It's lost all of its, uh, <laughs> how should I put it? Well, what did it have going for it? Fear. Right? Sure. That was the only thing. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it, I mean, it, pushing it back a few months, that was kind of a dumb idea. Well, you should have pushed it back 20 years. Once people have kind of forgotten about the last time he fucked, because he's fucked up before, like yeah, in the seventies, <laughs> in ninety four, right? So it's been sixteen. But years. he swore, he promised, he said, he said, "There's no chance of that this time." That's what he said. He said, "You know," because they asked him. They said, "You know, look." How is he not shaken in his faith at all? I mean, I know, I understand. We're not dealing with a rational person, so you can't ask rational questions. You know, but they say love is blind. Sure. Yeah, well, faith is deaf, dumb, and blind. Okay, gotcha. All right, fair enough. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's funny. I was listening to Point of Inquiry. Sure. One of my favorite podcasts. And I, they were talking about how if somebody has a deeply held belief. Yeah. And you show them incontrovertible evidence that their belief is false. Yeah. Or show them, you know, like, for example, uh, here's a good example. You know the birthers. Yeah. Right? You know the people, people who believe that uh, Obama wasn't born in the United States. Okay. Yeah. Have you heard about that? Yeah. Yeah, and therefore... How is could you not have? Yeah. And so, and therefore is ineligible for... Uh, Presidency. To be the president. Gotcha. Right? <laughs> and so... These people are, are uh, you know, that's that's their con- contention. You know, well, where's the birth certificate? We haven't seen the birth certificate. Where's the birth certificate? Sure. And uh, that's the same question three times. Yeah. And uh, they've asked it more. Ooh, hey, the birth certificate, eh? <laughs> well, if they, were, if they were perhaps Cajun. Okay. Yeah, uh, they <laughs> they might would say it like that? You, no, they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have. Not even like that. They would have said... We love our c- n- uh, the certificate de naissance. Zydeco. 
that's what they would have said. <laughs> <laughs> and Monty V. <laughs> uh, so, but so okay. So they have this thing, and where's the certificate? Where's the certificate? Where's the certificate? And you know, a truth be known, Obama was a bit of an asshole for not just saying here. Yeah. Uh, but that's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. So they have their disbelief. And uh, I'm like that, too. I'm like, well, okay. I hadn't thought about I it. I mean, if you think about it for just a second, I mean, if somebody was like, uh, if you were talking to someone, just anyone, and you said, yeah, yeah, I was born in Texas, and they're like, fuck you, you weren't born in Texas. And you were like, no, seriously, I was born in Texas. And they're like, prove it. Show me your birth certificate. You'd be like... Fuck you, I'm not showing your proof. <laughs> Just take my word for it. Why? Well, well, true, true, I would. I would. But it's not a qualification for my job. True. It's not a qualification okay. for my argument, even. All right. You yeah, know? fair enough. But if it's a qualification for the job, you're like, you know, this is the most ridiculous thing ever, but whatever, here it is. Okay. Right? Just be done with it. Just get it over with. Yeah. Because I'm I'm the same way. I'm like, uh, well, I hadn't thought about it. Fine, you're the president. I don't care. You said you're American. Well, I don't disbelieve you. Right. Uh, but that guy says, where's the birth certificate? I don't believe you. I think you were born in wherever. I don't know where he thought he was born. Timbuktu? Uh, no. Haitian Islands? So Cuba? No, wherever his dad's from. Uh, you know Mogadishu. I I don't I don't know where. I I can't remember. I can't Timbuktu? remember. Timbuktu. Timbuktu. We'll say for the for the sake <laughs> for of lack of a discussion. the actual place. It's somewhere in Africa or something. I think. Egypt. <laughs> hmm. Egypt. Sure. Rwanda. Sure. Why not? You can name every African country <laughs> if you like. And, but if you're gonna do it, do it alphabetically. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I don't know them <laughs> alphabetically. <laughs> I only know them in random bursts. Well, <laughs> then stop it. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. One more. Uh, oh, now you're stumped. Yeah, I am kind of stumped. Apparently, d'Ivoire. Okay. Uh, can I? Where's uh, Uganda? Sure. Yeah, Uganda. Uganda. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, felt I was uh, right on that one. There you go. <laughs> so uh, you would have felt really stupid if it had been somewhere yeah, else, right? No. And you totally could have fooled me. You just said, "No, it's not." <laughs> Ooh, I don't, no, I don't know what you're. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And then at the end of the episode, you could have been like, eh, yeah, yeah. "But I wasn't gonna." Th- but that's not the point of this discussion. Sure. So, <laughs> uh, the point of the sorry. <laughs> uh, so some guy says. Look, I don't think you were born here. I think you were born. I have some evidence, or I b- have a belief, and here's why I have the belief. Mm-hmm. And I think you were born elsewhere. So why don't you just tell me where you were born? Right. And he says, "I was born in Hawaii." He says, "Fine, show us your birth certificate." And he says, mm, "No, I don't have to. I'm the fucking president." Right, exactly. And so I'm like, "I'm gonna well, show shit why, to you." You know why would you? Why not just fucking show it and shut the man up? Right. You know. Because it takes time to properly forge a document, Dad. <laughs> well, <laughs> and as it happens, no. So he, he does. You know, after a long time, after a lot of waiting, he finally ponies up the document. You know, same idea behind him dumping Bin Laden off the boat before anybody gets a chance to see. Oh, yeah, that was Bin Laden. Really? I didn't see him. He was wrapped up in the, he was wrapped up in the blanket. Yeah, well, why don't you just fucking yeah. peel back the sheet for a second? Yeah, Let me take a look. You dumped him off the boat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, why not? Why How do convenient. That? Why do that? <laughs> it's just idiotic. It's idiotic. Yeah. Unless your purpose is to 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 purposely draw attention away from from a serious matter onto a frivolous matter, which clearly is birth certificate is a frivolous matter, even if he's not birth- born here. In the end, really, a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, I realize it's a qualification to be president, but for most of us, it's like. But a big in this deal. great big melting pot we call America, who's to say who's an American? And first uh, president wasn't born here. True. Anyway, some may consider him the best one. Mm. I think there hadn't been a, as one as good <laughs> since. <laughs> Maybe, but Lincoln. anyway, what about Lincoln? No, hmm. sorry. Seriously. He did a good thing. He freed the slaves. Fine, whatever. But I'm just saying it just is good president to go. I mean, like, I'm not, you know, he yes, he freed the slaves, and that was awesome, but, you know, I'm just saying, like, in general, Well, he was a how about good this? He did it at the cost of thousands of American lives. All right. 
I mean, hold that against him. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that he had his good points and he had his bad points. Okay. And his good points were was that he was, you know, he was uh, probably a fair, from all accounts, a fairly honorable dude. Okay. Uh, fairly smart, tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when push came to shove, he did do what was necessary to what ended up freeing the slaves. Right. So good on him. Mm-hmm. I I'm not. not gonna I take think we still owe some uh, forty acres and a mule, by the way. Whatever, whatever. But I'm not. I'm not holding it against him. Yeah. All right. I'm not. Uh, you know what my solution is? Golf courses. Just <laughs> get rid of them all. <laughs> I don't uh, know where we're coming up with the mules, but. I don't think mules have the same value. They, I don't think they <laughs> trade at the same rate as they used to. <laughs> like but a pickup truck or something? <laughs> but so show me your birth certificate. Okay. So he shows them the, the birth, birth certificate, certificate. And they're like. To which they reply, it's it a must forgery. be a fake. Right. And, yeah. and it, you know, it's it's perfect evidence. It's absolutely legitimate birth certificate. And they can even go to the to the Bureau of Vital Statistics in Hawaii and get the original, find out for real, and it says the hospital, blah, 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 all this stuff. It all can all be verified. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, people who have a strongly held belief cannot be swayed even by good evidence. Their arguments can't be swayed. Right. And I was also listening to a podcast by an atheist who was saying... Who's the host of one of the hosts or producers of Point of Inquiry? Okay. Who was saying that it's he thought it was worse to confront people on their idiotic beliefs mm-hmm. because that that just made them entrench themselves further. Right. And there is some evidence that if you confront somebody on their belief, you you a rarely can rarely if ever convert them mm-hmm. to your belief. But you do, in fact, have a tendency to entrench them further in their own belief if it begins as a deeply held belief. Okay. Um, but it, but confronting people now. What about like a deeply held belief that? I mean, you, if you just got evidence after evidence after evidence that shatters their worldview, you don't think they'd come around? Uh. Well. No, I don't, because. We're ta- you're talking about shifting a, the paradigm of a world view, okay? It's like the 9-11 thing. That's a good one. Well, in fact, one of the things he did, he's, he compared truthers to birthers. You know, the truthers right. are the 9-11 people right. who think it was a Bush-Cheney conspiracy. Sure. Um, b- but it wasn't, okay? Right. And but Well, no I, I was just thinking evidence. about it. I was, th- I was thinking about it a little bit. And uh, mostly because I was listening to Adam Carolla and he was talking about this a little bit. But uh, if they were going to pull it off in the way in which the truthers claim that it was pulled off, uh, I think they would have done a better job. Just of everything. Well, you know, like put more time into it. You know, I I mean maybe, Ooh. but but I don't know that that's. I'm getting I'm getting a yelly phone call. Hold on, just a second. Okay, so what I what I was talking about was, uh, you know, I thought that like if the government had actually thrown together 9/11 and con- you know uh, contrived this terrorist attack and everything, I thought they would do a better job of covering it up, you know, like, we wouldn't know it was a cover-up, or if we suspected it would a cover-up, we would have come out with evidence to show that it wasn't a cover-up, or something, you know, I feel like they would have defended themselves a little better than they had if it was. I'd be more suspicious if they weren't defending themselves so poorly. Uh, well, there's, I mean, you know, it's one of those things, it's like the birds are because, like, really? Yeah, all right. Yeah. You know, here it is, and you go, it looks fake. And you go, yeah, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. So, when, well, you know, now what? Yeah. But, but Where does that lead but, but the whole, But that's it. And they, you know, but when you hold that belief, oh, it must be, you know, you, you hate the government, you know, or you hate Dick Cheney, or you hate George Bush, or whatever, uh, or you hate Obama in the case of the birthers. You know, it doesn't matter. The proof doesn't matter. It's you got your whole worldview wrapped around it. Uh, 
Can I get you know, some of those dried mangoes? Oh yes, they're delicious. Is it good? And I'm hungry. Ooh, it's a full bag. Mm. So, uh, so you know, that's it. So you, you, you've got your whole worldview wrapped around it. So I'm going to show you all kinds of evidence that it's not the case, and you're going to discount all of the evidence. You know, the evidence is really sort of ancillary. Yeah. To your issue. That's where Zeitgeist kind of lost me. Yeah. Did you see that film? Well, and the whole burger, what are they, the burger meister, burger bar, burger baron, burger... Uh, the loose change video? No, the ones with all the, like, you know, the group of of people who rule the world, who control the currency, who... Oh, yeah, that was funny, too. The, the burger, <laughs> what, what are oh, they called? Man. It's the burger something, the burger meisters, the burger. Uh, I can't remember, but you know they they are the people who control the world, yeah. according to them. The bugger bandits. It, no, it's the, the one like it's the some bank they the said in China. Bandits, what? Can't remember. It's a bunch of bankers and high big shots and high. Ro I mean, they claim Clinton was in on it and people like that. You know, or a puppet of theirs. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, and I don't doubt that. Uh, Movers and shakers in an industry get together and sort of, <laughs> you know, uh, talk about, you know, try to work Moving out and shaking. Moving and shaking. I'm working out things that are important to them and trying to, you know, get things to go their way. But a conspiracy? Mm, hardly. No, it's just the way things work. Right. <laughs> powerful people right. make and powerful it, decisions and, and it's that not we have no control it's, over. It's not that there aren't real conspiracies. There are real conspiracies. Like what? Like, uh... Watergate? What? Watergate? Yeah, sure, Watergate. There, there was a conspiracy. You know, a conspiracy to uh, spy, essentially, on the Democrat... You know, it's funny, whenever there's an actual conspiracy, there's no conspiracy theories about it. Well, isn't, <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that interesting? Uh -huh. Because conspiracies, you don't really find out about them until afterwards. Because they're hidden well. Well, and yeah, exa yeah, exactly. Good point. Which is why I'm saying if 9-11 right. was a conspiracy, we never would have thought it was a conspiracy. You know? Yeah. I guess not. I mean, there was a conspiracy to shoot uh, Lincoln and to kill his cabinet. Mm. You know, that was well a they got him. that was a genuine conspiracy. Right. You know, the mob conspires to commit murder, and you know, and it's all very well hidden, and they try not to get caught, and they <laughs> <laughs> try to give it. You know, but it's left to investigators and. And people who, you know, are sort of sussing out the mm. roots of the... And they did. They There did was a 9-11 commission. You know, that was their job, was to investigate 9-11. And they, who are not beholden to Bush or Cheney or anybody else... Mm -hmm. Oh. Speaking of mob conspiracies... Easy there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Got away from me. Stuff out of your mouth. Got away from me. <laughs> So, uh, speaking of conspiracies, I was listening to uh, my audiobook version of The Big Sleep. Oh, yeah. And, uh, or maybe it wasn't The Big Sleep, but it was another Raymond Chandler novel. And at the end of it, there's a uh, clip, I mean, not a clip, but like a recording of Ian Fleming, who wrote the Bond yeah. novels, and Raymond Chandler just talking about shit. Oh, really? Very, very cool. And Raymond Chandler was describing how a mafia hit would go down in his head. Well, I mean, like, he was... I don't know what Raymond <coughs> Chandler did before he started writing novels. And maybe he was a police officer or something like that. or I don't know, but he was explaining... I don't know if he actually was a police officer. I'm sure, sure. you're going to look it up right now while I'm telling you this story. But uh, he was talking about how a mafia hit would go down. I like that. And he was saying, well, they have these guys, and they live, like, let's say, in Connecticut, and they have normal jobs, like uh, maybe a convenience store owner, okay, or, a, you know, he owns a hardware store, all right? But he'll get a call from one of the Mafia Dons or something like that. He'll fly out to Chicago. He'll kill the man, leave the weapon, and then fly back. And that's how it works. 
you know, because that way it's uh, it's random, seemingly random. There's no, totally no he's not associated with the person who he kills. He's not, you know, it's harder for them to trace it because he's there and then he's gone. There's no, you know. Well, I think that's why real professional hits are so difficult. To, I mean, mm-hmm. they're not going to get solved. I mean, the best you can hope for is that you can find the motive and who would have contracted the hit mm-hmm. and find some evidence of that happening. All right. What do you uh, What do you do? He was an oil company executive. Oh, cool. He lost his job uh, during the depression. Interesting. In, in 1932, after losing his job as an oil company executive, Chandler, age 45, during the Depression, decided to become a writer. You know, I'm not sure how smart that is. Because, I mean, it, it worked out for him, <laughs> don't get me wrong. <laughs> but, but, you know, in shitty, really shitty times, yeah. you know, you pick some <laughs> esoteric... I think I'm going to become <laughs> a, a <painter>. ballet dancer. <laughs> exactly. You know what? I've lost my job. <laughs> Can't get a job standing in breadline. <laughs> Painting's the thing for me. <laughs> Abstract. Something really arty. Yeah. Huge canvases. Yeah. <laughs> Jackson yeah. Pollock-esque. I mean, I guess if you got lots of time on your hand, you might as well write. Yeah. You know. See if I can get it published. But it <laughs> <laughs> but it when, there, like when there's more money floating around. Exactly. You know, but it's funny. Depressions. People think of the depression as being a horrible time, which it might have been, probably was for a lot of people. Uh, but shit was still going on. Right. Things were still happening. The yeah. country was still running. It's not like everything shut down. Yeah, and lots of people still had jobs. Yeah. There was the one guy who had a convenience store who was still open because he was the only one who was still open or something like that. Yeah. But it's true. You think about. It, you just think every goddamn person in the country was out of work. Right. But no. no. <laughs> well, when, like it was a percentage, you know, it wasn't like, no. and it was a high percentage. It just wasn't everyone. I mean, we're what are we like nine, ten percent unemployment right now? Right. Let's find out when the great <laughs> what the unemployment was in the Great Depression. <laughs> Here we go. Thank you, Google. Ah, uh, Wikipedia. Google and Wikipedia work together in perfect harmony to, <laughs> to give you all the knowledge you'd ever need. Uh, unemployment rose to 25%. 25%. So one in four people lost their job. So that'd That's be like if you, me, Rachel, and Ian were living we're in this household, one, one of us, of us would lost lose their job. job. We could still keep things going. I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, so it's It'd weird. It'd be tougher. Yeah, it'd be tough. I get it. We'd it'd skimp and say Well, and it'd also be tough. It'd be tough in another sense, too, because there is a, a synergistic problem. You know, one in four lost their job. Mm-hmm. That Several people, I'm sure, <coughs> took cuts in pay. Right. You know? Yeah. So there's not. it's not just as simple as losing your job. And then right, even and the then well, and then for instance, like it, with with us, it would work because we all kind of support each other. And in another sense, it was probably one guy who was pulling all in, <laughs> all the money in for his family, and right. everybody was out on the street. You know, all you know the nuclear family, all two point three of them or right. whatever was out the on whole, the, the uh, whole four show. point three, two two people and two point three kids. So yeah, whatever so I mean, it, there's no doubt it was problematic. Mm. Uh, but you <laughs> sort of, in your mind, like when you're thinking back on that time, you're thinking, well, just, you know, the entire street was filled with the bread line. I mean, right. and by the way, who was serving the bread? Because he didn't have a job either. Right. So he was working yeah, for free. It was just serve volunteer. yourself bread. <laughs> serve yourself. They put the bread out on Monday. They put the flour out. Big pile. <laughs> you made your own damn bread. That's it. Yeah, but, uh, but there was nobody putting the flour out. Yeah. So who was, wh- yeah. how does that work? And then you walked in the <laughs> in the snow to school, uphill both ways. That's right. But there were no teachers there because yeah. they were out of work. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it doesn't, you know, the the reality of it doesn't <laughs> really doesn't jive, jive when it gets out of your creative mind. <laughs> <laughs> you start putting the pieces together, it really doesn't seem to make sense. Yeah. Uh, but so so that was uh, so I think the the floods and the tornadoes just like you know. Uh, 
<laughs> Getting back to <laughs> the yeah. first thing you said. The, the gods were just throwing camping a bone after the fact, you know. Mm-hmm. But they weren't going to give him an apocalypse. Sure. I said, ah, Zeus, you know, I can't whip one of those up overnight. Zeus and, Zeus and Thor are just hanging I can't out there. Rip, I can't whip that up overnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's a tornado in Oklahoma and, uh, and a couple, couple of, of lightning alo- bolts A couple Vermont. of floods along the Mississippi. It's already filling up pretty much already. That won't take too much work. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, that's what I think is going. Man, on where's there. the rain gonna go? By the way, here our lake's getting pretty high. Yeah, I thought of that as uh, as I was driving home, mm-hmm. and I bet there's some water was rushing. Did you see that? Yeah, like water was just rushing down the streets towards the lake, and I said, ah, "Crap!" You know, our basement at the warehouse is just gonna be crap. Yeah. Well, I bet there's some uh, businesses that are right there on the waterfront right now that are getting nervous. Well, breakwater's up to here. Oh, yeah, the 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 pub, right? Yeah. It's underwater, right? Pretty well, you know, there's some roofs sticking up. Oh, yeah, 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 but I, I didn't realize that. I was looking, I was trying to see, and I wasn't sure if that was breakwater's. <laughs> But I was like, that kind of that building's going to You can get there with a snorkel and some flippers if you want. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> what are they going to do? Hopefully they have well, it's. Uh, I mean, I guess, uh, I. you know, I think I think it's concrete floors, and I think they've got things. I mean, because I think they probably flood a little bit almost every year. Right. So they're probably in the habit of it. Yeah. Because they're g- not open in the winter, are they? They're not open at all in the winter. And, but it's high right now. I mean, I think it. Right. I think it's up to your... You know, it's probably up to your nipples. Kinky. That's <laughs> taking the advantage. You yeah. know, I could have said sure. your armpits, but <laughs> I didn't. Okay. And for I that, we thank you. <laughs> uh, so, I, but, uh, but I think it's about that high. Sure. And d- it shows no sign of sort of... Not many people drinking there, then. No. Oh. No. Hmm. No. Uh, so, I don't know what they're going to do. But I imagine, you know, because that's higher than normal, so that means they're, even if they were typically raising stuff up, they probably didn't raise up enough, and you got fridges and equipment and stuff like that. I don't know. It's yeah, a it mess. It's a mess. Seems like it's going to be a bitch. Yeah. But uh, hardly an apocalypse. Yeah. Again. This is a baby apocalypse at past. Yeah. Not even. So uh so I don't know what I don't know what's going on with that. Other than that, uh, it's been uh, fairly uh uneventful. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> yeah, fairly uneventful. You know, there was uh beautiful weather in Florida during the apocalypse. Sure. You didn't <laughs> get fucked over coming back? No. Everything went smooth. Super smooth. Scary smooth. <laughs> <laughs> Something's gonna go wrong tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, um. you did get uh, bumped going down, right? Oh. Did you... Uh, oh, did you get stuck. body scanned? I did. In Florida Detroit. or in, De- oh, in Detroit? In Detroit. Oh, because you because you got bumped, you had to leave the airport and go back to your <laughs> yes, security. Yeah. Body oh, scanned, by the way. Fuck Detroit. Fuck it so hard. Fuck, fuck, fuck. And fuck the airline that I took, whose name we will not mention. Well, you can mention it. They fucked you over. Oh, Yeah. I guess I can. It's I'm real. Not, I'm not. Uh, they bumped your flight yeah. second time. So fuck you, Delta. Fuck you in the <laughs> asshole. <laughs> oh, which by the way, uh, we. I, I'm pretty sure we talked about this. Did you? Did you try to? Uh, did you get a nice raging, uh, raging boner when you went through the scanner? No, I wanted to. I, you know, and I didn't think about it. I should have tried to work up a boner, but. <laughs> and I was thinking what I could do. <laughs> when of course, I went you get a really scan. ugly security guard. What are you going to do? Huh? Well, I, I was thinking what I could do to make it awkward for them. You know, sure. Because that's my goal. Because I don't get awkward about that kind of thing. I don't get awkward a bit. About you say, well, is it easier if I pull my pants down? No, really. Here, go. I'll go ahead and start pulling your pants down. Right. Well, and and the thing is, it's like I get, I don't get awkward about nudity or being in public or anything like that. So when somebody's trying to. When somebody's doing something that makes other people feel awkward because they're doing it to them, I like to make that person feel really awkward by... I'm confused, but how would you... <laughs> like, for instance, for instance, the people who have to scan everybody and yeah. they see you naked and everything like that, I want to make the people looking at the scans feel awkward. 
because they're doing it to the rest of the And so you're going to do that by getting a raging boner in the machine. Well, and that's what I'm going to do next time I have to go through one of those. But <laughs> here's the thing. I wasn't thinking that. I wasn't thinking properly that day. And I was thinking, oh, what can I do? You know, should I, you know, grab my crotch? But you can't. You got to put your hands over sure, here. Right sure, here. sure, sure. Yeah, should I point? <laughs> I wanted to point, but I couldn't <laughs> point. Um, so I didn't think of could what I could do. Could you from up above? <laughs> well, I bet you could put your hands together and kind of, yeah, <laughs> with a big smile on your face. Or this. Could you do this? Give them the rock well, and I roll was thinking, sign. I was thinking if I thought far enough in advance, I could have shaped my pubic hair into something, you know, obscene, <laughs> like a V or a anarchy you A. could have shaped it into a penis. Oh, wait. Oh, they're wait. already seeing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got yeah. one of those. Uh, an anarchy A. Or uh, <laughs> sure. or something. Uh, Could you get some lines. lead tape and tape a nasty message to your ass or something? <laughs> Fuck you, F F. What do they call themselves? The TSA. TSA. Yeah. <coughs> but you did all not. this to say I didn't. I just kind of stood there and grinned <laughs> sure. as I as I got my body scanned. I was stoked. I was excited to go. Did through they? It. Uh, did they give? Were they barking orders at you? Uh, yeah, moderately. They were not really. Oh, by the way, I have your car keys. Here you go. Uh, you know, you're giving me my car keys <laughs> that here. Was so uncomfortable <laughs> in my back pocket. <laughs> um, but uh, no, they weren't barking orders so much as they were. Yeah, just all right, step in. It's like uh, it was reminiscent of carnival workers telling you how to uh, give you the safety instructions as you get in the roller coaster or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Alright, get in, put the bar across your chest. <laughs> Alright, be sure uh, to keep your hands keep inside your hands the thing. Uh, Alright, off you go. Yeah, you know. Kick you down the log ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this was a lot like it. Alright, step in, put your hands above your head like so, and they kind of demonstrate it. And yeah, like, uh, uh, but we're so much safer now. Yeah, I guess. No, I don't know. We're not. It's bullshit. I'm trying to like, and I'm trying to think of all the ways, and I I never get prepared because I never think about. I'm so concerned with packing that I forget all my ways to make them feel awkward. Like for instance, for the when they unpack your bag, you know, when they're like, we're gonna have to take a closer look through your bag. Uh. I'm going to fill my bag with naked pictures of myself. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, and just, you know, p- scatter them around. What do I care? They're naked <laughs> pictures of myself. <laughs> and just kind of just randomly, you know, maybe ten of them in a backpack, you know. So if I got a bigger case, I'd have to upgrade it to 20. But, you know, just a lot of them, but, you know, not jam-packed because I want to have room for my shit. But... <laughs> <laughs> just uh, a full suit. Just bring a whole nother <laughs> suitcase, a whole nother jack on. Of nude pictures just of myself. Just nude pictures of yourself. That would be great. Um, <laughs> They'd be like, what's in this bag? We're going to have to take a closer look. They'd open it up. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It, I mean, that's. It, this is sort of this just bureaucratic you know, a puppet show Mm -hmm. for everybody to feel like the government is doing something. Because I don't (laughs) think it makes (laughs) it... It's like like a kid in a Fisher-Price house or car or something trying to pretend, look at me, I'm driving! It's like a little morality play before you go on furlough. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's not going to do anything. (laughs) It's it's not going to persuade you. One way or the other, but it and it has no effect. It has absolutely. I'm I'm pretty convinced that it has no effect at all. Like the morality plays, like Dare when they come to your school and do those exactly. little skits. Exactly. Just where saying little Timmy, no. Little Timmy made the wrong decision by taking the drugs, crashed his kid, you know, crashed it his car. But this is how it should have gone. Putting <laughs> apples in the uh, in the food line at the cafeteria. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. No impact. No effect at all. <laughs> Putting fruit juice in the Coke or machine. Or rotten apples. Putting fruit juice in the Coke machine. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think those You know, all they had at my school was fruit juice. Well, good. That's how you do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You shouldn't have the damn Coke there in the first place. Yeah. They had uh, Minute Maid stuff. And, uh... Oh, they Minute had... Minute Maid's Coca-Cola, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... 
better than Coca-Cola? Question no, no, mark? I, I, mean, I think it is. I mean, I guess it's just, you know, fruit fr- uh, juice from concentrate or yeah, something. They had like Fruitopia that. there when I was going Fruitopia. to school. Fruitopia. You remember what that? What is that? Ooh, wiki it. <laughs> <laughs> Fruitopia. Well, they made they? a joke about it in The Simpsons. The iced tea drink brewed by hippies. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I remember it because we get used to get so excited because you'd buy a can of Fruitopia, and if it had a green little pull tab, you could take the little green pull tab and you could trade it in for a free Fruitopia. Again, the Coca-Cola company. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was like, you know, it was a fruity iced tea drink. It was it was delicious. I don't know what happened to it. You can't get it anymore. Uh, oh, yeah, here, <laughs> look. The beverage would even be mentioned on the popular animated series, The Simpsons. See, if Wiki says it, it's <laughs> got to be true. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Fruitopia. Never had it. I don't think you know. I don't like those fruity drinks, really. To be honest with it you, it was kind of. You know, when I was about seven, I liked Hawaiian Punch. But yeah. I think it was because they advertised it with cartoons, and they had seven kinds of fruit. Oh, there's seven kinds of fruit in Hawaiian Punch. <laughs> I wonder what, if that's still. What true. was the song we looked at the other day? Frito Bandito. Frito Bandito. Oh, that that song was great. I <laughs> am the Frito Bandito. Wait a minute. This is this. I love Frito this truly would be entertaining. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> More entertaining than me doing my rendition of it. Uh, no. Your internet connection is a little too slow to make this work. What the hell's going on? Don't worry. We'll get it pulled up. You just got a riff. Somebody's hogging the bandwidth. That's not me. I'm doing an iPod update. <laughs> which isn't downloading. Frito band... Oh, what the hell? <laughs> it reloaded <laughs> on you because you clicked it 12 times. <laughs> Frito bandito. There you, you mean, go. By 12 times, you mean... Twice. You clicked it like a bunch of times. Don't even try that twice. Twice. <laughs> twice. <laughs> you clicked it like three or four times at minimum. Uh, what, you want to fight about it? Twice. I clicked it twice. I watched you click it like three times. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, yes, I did. Uh, I'm not finding the free to. Oh, because it's loading. What the hell is going on here? I don't know. You know, it's this time of night where the internet connection usually slows down. It's weird. Why is that? I don't know. Don't they know I'm downloading porn? <laughs> I'm watching uh, <laughs> streaming, I'm streaming, streaming Netflix. I'm yeah. checking YouTube. I'm checking on my Facebook and reading my email. We need a faster internet connection. Th- I don't think there is a faster internet connection out here. Why don't we get T1? Uh, because you won't pay for it. Hmm. What if I did pay for it? Then we'd get it. Hmm. Really? Why not? How much is it? Uh, it's pretty expensive, I think. Hmm. Would it be a lot faster? It would be considerably faster. Mm, now I'm tempted. No, you're not. A little bit. Y- I'm sure you haven't got the cash to pay for it. I just paid off my car loan. So you're going like to squander all your savings. Oh, yeah, no, 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 all the things I planned for my <laughs> child. No, those aren't important. No, I really need to... I need to be what able I need to is porn I as need fast to be able as I to possibly get porn it. quickly in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you got to think about your priorities. <laughs> as your father, I'm begging you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. Nope. Oh, here's something while we're waiting for that. Yeah. Uh, I noticed in Florida, um, (coughs) I noticed this in the airport coming back. I didn't notice it so much while I was in Florida, which is odd because that's where they are. But I noticed that uh, with old couples, something really cool happens. One of them... Sounds improbable. (laughs) Well, it was interesting to me, although I was at the airport... And it had nothing to do, so maybe it just seemed interesting <laughs> compared to what else was going on. But it was uh, that with older couples, one person just loses it completely. 
Just goes completely senile. Uh, has no idea what's going on, really. And the other person runs the show. <laughs> I can see that happening. You know? I can There's see that the happening. woman, either, who is just... Uh, yeah, well, you typically, the way I saw it most often was the man, and this may not actually be much different from normal relationships, it occurs to me, <laughs> but the man just had no idea what was going on. He's like, what, 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 where's my book? <laughs> and the woman's like, all right, just have a seat over here. Uh, i got to check the time. The flight's leaving in about half an hour, and we i, I got to check the gate. And, you know, and he, oh, where's my book? I had a book here. And she reaches into her purse. She's like, here's your book. And my glass, your glasses are in your front pocket. Okay, all right. And he <laughs> opens up the book and starts <laughs> reading. He's on his own little world. And she's going and that's she's hustling. Totally, that's totally going to be your mom. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, okay, yeah, your glasses are in your pocket. Okay. <laughs> I'll be checking the flight. Mm. <laughs> But I didn't. I. It's gonna be one of us in every didn't relationship. Didn't I have a hot chocolate? Well, and that's what I was saying. <laughs> uh, that's what I was thinking. It's gonna happen to one of us in every relationship where you grow old with somebody. Right. One person is gonna lose it before one, the other one well, does. And one the person's other one's cheese will fall off the cracker <laughs> first. <laughs> and the other one is gonna have to pick up the slack. I was trying to figure out who it was gonna be with me and Rachel, and I think I'm gonna be the senile one. Really? I don't know. I don't know. It could go either way. We got a 50-50. It's really whoever loses their mind first. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. I know. And you're both weak players to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I just thought it was an interesting phenomenon. She was like, because the, the woman was spot on. I mean, she, was, she had her she, shit she together. Was, she was moving and shaking. Yeah. And the guy was just... Along uh, for the ride. Yeah, what the... Uh, what time is it? <laughs> and all right, where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> and the grandkids' names are what again? Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. And speaking of flights, the flight, uh, the flight back here went great. It was uh, it was not too. We we took off. We gave ourselves like. You know, two hours once we got to the airport, which was great. The line was long, so it ate up a lot of the time we would have spent waiting anyway. Because when, somehow when you're in line waiting for a specific Seems like you're thing, doing something. Seems like you're doing something. So we were waiting to get mm. through security, and there was a big long line. And that ate up about an hour. So by the time we got to the gate, there was about 45 minutes left. We got some snacks, got on the plane. Less time, the better. <coughs> Our plane landed uh, with about... Um, an hour till our next flight took off. We got off the plane. 45 minutes. We got some more snacks and drinks. Half an hour. Plus, flight you guys... Board, flight boarded. We were on the plane. Took well, off. Anyway. And, you know, Plus the, the fact that you were you brought your own screaming baby. Yes. So you didn't, so you didn't have to listen to other people screaming babies. <laughs> <laughs> that did help. <laughs> mm. Yeah. How was he, by the way, on the ride? Fine. Didn't scream? Nope. Did he squirt stuff in his mouth? Uh, yeah, but he didn't really need it. Oh, Especially on the way there. On the way there, he f- fell asleep during takeoff and then was up, you know, some of the plane ride and then fell asleep during the landing. Nice. And uh, ditto the next morning. And then on the way back, he fell asleep during takeoff. And then kind of woke up during landing, but we were giving him juice and stuff like that as, you know, the plane was landing. He was fine. Oh, he's cute as hell, that little guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he remembered me when he came back. Yep. Hadn't forgotten me by then. He's getting smarter than me. Yeah, well, you know, you got to set the bar higher if you want (laughs) to. I know, but he's learning how to outsmart me. (laughs) This is a problem. I can't let a ten-month-old beat me. They are clever little fellas. And he's getting brilliant. Remember when you were a kid and I'd tap you on the other shoulder and then look around like, what was that? <laughs> I don't think he could get away with that with Sam. <laughs> <laughs> he's too bright. Oh, that worked on all you kids. That was the greatest thing I'm, ever. I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't 
Just if right away, work, he's like, yeah. the fuck? Yeah, he's, he, uh, I'll tap him on the other opposite shoulder, and he'll just look right at me and be like, what are you trying to pull here? <laughs> I love a kid with a, a high bullshit, uh, high no bullshit threshold. Oh yeah, hmm. his, his may uh, his may astound us all. Nice, yeah, nice. So uh, yeah, you wanted to play because he's, he's going to live in a tougher world than we are. Than we are. I know. So yeah, so I'm going to play it. But what I was thinking is, I'll just record it, and we'll insert it in. Sounds good. Insert here. Okay. Uh, in fact, let's do that. Pause it real quick. Yeah. Okay. Remind me later, Synaptics. Hello, boys and girls. It's me, the Frito Bandido. You know what I heard about you? I heard you want to be a Frito Bandido like me. You too? Then you must sing the Bandido song. Let's sing together. You just follow the bouncing Frito's corn chips bag. Ay, 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 I am the Frito Bandido, hey, I like Frito's corn chips, I love them, I do, I want Frito's corn chips, I'll get them from you, ay, 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 oh, I am the Frito Bandito, give me Frito's corn chips and I'll be your friend, the Frito Bandito, you must not offend. Now, boys and girls, you are Frito Bandidos, too. You sing the Frito Bandido song, and you look for crunchy Fritos corn chips. That's nice. Munch, munch, munchy, bunchy Fritos corn chips. <laughs> munch, 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 bunchy Fritos corn <laughs> chips. God, that's, that's, um, that's just outstanding. Uh, why'd they get rid of that? Um, well, gee, <laughs> perhaps it's because they play some of the stereotype of a thieving... <laughs> of a bandit. Uh, Mexican, Mexican bandit. bandit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, that's really great. Yeah, it's really a shame that they got rid of that. Wasn't the owner of Frito-Lay uh, Mexican? Yeah. Is he? Uh, I, I believe he was. <coughs> and may still be. I have no idea. Hmm. Uh, but he lived next to your aunt in Dallas. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love the Frito Bandito. They always had some cool cars in their driveway, too. And it was sort of like a Mexican-style house. Yeah. That didn't mean you're Mexican inside it. Sure. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure they were Mexican. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what a great advertising campaign. Yeah, you I know, know, I wish that... Uh, oh, shit. Sorry, might be. Uh, I wish that uh, more companies would just rerun their oldest commercials, you know, like some of their old well, good commercials. Well, a lot of them can't because a lot of them are cigarette commercials, and because we're such firm believers in freedom of speech in this country, you can't advertise a cigarette. Sure. So... How have the cigarette companies not done anything about that? Because they're embarrassed, they they're embarrassed about their product. They shouldn't be. It kills people, but it's awesome. Well, and I you look so much cooler when you smoke. You totally look cool. I I couldn't. I, Besides, I, I couldn't think agree that with every anymore. kid, no matter what age, well, I mean, not no matter what age, but no matter how anti-smoking, whatever you know, like no matter how well educated you are about smoking, every kid has their period of yeah, smoke cigarettes for a little bit, you know, whatever. Rebellion. Yeah. Yeah, I was 16 and I smoked cigarettes for six months. You know, right. lots of things we do are bad for us. Yeah. Like, I suppose you could argue that skiing is bad for you. Right. But we calculate the risk and we take the risk. Sure. Because it's fun. Yeah. It's got to have some value. Right. Bungee jumping's dangerous. Yeah. It's bad for you. Yeah, skydiving. Skydiving, all kinds of stuff is bad for you, but we calculate the risk. Driving in a car mm -hmm. on the way to work is pretty I guess, bad for you. I guess you. you could make the argument that, yes, driving in a car is pretty bad for you, but it's not addictive. Whereas cigarettes are addictive. Well, all right. Uh, but... I don't know. It's weird. Like, for someone like you, I'm thinking that they're more addictive because you actually like to smoke. 
You know? Well, I, you enjoy no the activity. I, I okay. absolutely love to smoke. Um, and I'll often find, catch myself sitting downwind from smokers just to <laughs> uh, pick up on some of it yeah. or have, for nostalgic purposes. Yeah. Catch a contact smoke. That's right. But uh, but it, it was addictive for me. But so what? Like I wasn't I wasn't forced to smoke. Sure. No, the, the cigarette company didn't shove it down my throat. Right. You know, do I have some responsibility for my actions or do I have no responsibility for my actions? Right. Uh, I, I picked up the cigarette. I, there was not a moment where I thought that wasn't bad for me. You know, and I think it may have something to do with the fact that people are still under the impression that, and, you know, I know that advertising works, you know, uh, but I... I well, I advertising know. works... But it doesn't trick you. Right. Unless people, they lie. Right. And people are still under the impression that advertising can trick you. You know? Well, I suppose if you're an abject idiot. No, but there was that whole, you know, like, there was the whole thing where, you know, ads, they were getting worried about ads that were becoming subliminal or something like that with, uh, you know, sexual undertones to make you want to buy their product more. But and stuff sex like that. selling product is not <coughs> subliminal. It's overt. No, I know, but like, you know, the Coca-Cola stuff where like the ice cubes in the Coca-Cola are people oh, you know, doing it right, and stuff like right, that. Right, right. You know, but that those, kind of thing. But those are, I mean, unless they really did that. They did. Coke put sex images in there. Well, I think they did. I've seen pictures online. They could have been doctored, but that's not the point. Well, look, <laughs> you seen the picture of uh, you seen the picture of my nut? No. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope never to. I'm sorry, my almonds. Sure. Yeah. You think that's a sexual subliminal advertisement in there, or do you think it's just an accident of photography? I mean, it could be an accident of photography. Th I mean, that Do you think some CEO, some advertising is saying really took the time well, I mean, on the Price Chopper brand, you know, cinnamon almonds to stick... All right, well, hold, to hold stick, on. Hold uh, on. I'm going to pull it up for you. Uh, see? I, I, it's a stretch. I mean, I think that if you, you know, if you, it's like numerology, if I add the numbers up enough for you, I'll get them to equal 32. You mean 23? Whatever number is significant to you. Okay. I can just make it work out. With enough time, if I look at enough bubbles on the side of a 7-Up can, right. I can find something. And the minute I tell you what it is, you can't see anything else. It's like that, uh, what do they call it? There's a word for it when you uh, prime somebody. So the minute I point out that a thing looks like a dog running, oh, suddenly you go, oh, yeah. And you can't s not see it anymore. Yeah. So when I find some image and I go, that looks like a girl sucking a guy's cock. And now, yeah, because I didn't see it. Really? Until, nah, I really I didn't. I saw that right away, first time I... Yeah, well, I didn't. Yeah. yeah. You know? But... I mean, if you know, but once once you say, you know, once you say, it, now I can't not see it. Sure. You know. Sorry. No, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. But I'm just saying, yeah, you've primed me now. Gotcha. And and that's the way uh, our minds look for patterns, look for recognition, you know, patterns to recognize. Um, but I think if you saw just that, right, you it wouldn't make say. Sense. Yeah, you wouldn't say that's a face. Yeah, fair enough. You know. And it's so small. I mean, you look at it. But like, and what's the point look, of it? This is the full poster, right here. Right. And so, what's the point of it? Yeah. Uh, if I buy a coke, some chick's gonna think if she buys a coke, she's gonna have to suck a cock. Maybe. I. This well, yeah. Then, then you win so much Coca-Cola to win. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's dumb. Yeah. You know, the whole subliminal message thing. Now, it's possible that there are real subliminal messages, and if they really did put that in there and tried to, and you could prove it, right? you know, you got the marketing guy says, yeah, I did, I stuck it yeah, in there. Yeah, put it in there. That's uh -huh. right. Then... But the thing is, is like, I feel like if it is in there and it's on the poster, it's because 
the artist was like, <laughs> you know, I'm doing well, the artwork for Coke, but I'm going to get mine well, right you know, here. Well, you know, and sometimes that happens. Yeah. You know, sometimes those things do happen. But that's not subliminal advertising. Well, it happens in... You but know, that's cartoon. not. Su- it happens in cartoons. Like yes, you've seen I the Lion understand. King. Yes, thing, right? I understand. Okay. Yes. And you've seen the Little Mermaid thing, right? Uh, I can't remember it. Yeah, I think Little so. Little Mermaid, the guy has a boner. The priest, when they're getting married. Sure. Has a yeah, giant yeah. boner. And I've watched the clip. It is clear as day once you've seen it. <laughs> uh, but that's not Walt Disney putting that in there. No. That's the g- that's the, the artist, artist. Yeah. fucking with people. Right. That's That ain't subliminal advertising. Believe me, if no, Disney had have found out about that, it they would it wouldn't be there. Right. So and it's probably not in the re-released version. Uh, probably not. Um, so anyway, so you oh, can... It would be funny if it were. It would be funny if they just left it in there. I hope they do. Anyway. Maybe, uh, yeah, I feel like uh, at a certain point it would cost a lot of money to fix it and wouldn't be worth it. Yeah, eh, fuck it. Keep releasing it. People love it. But movie. again, we got to get back to the addictive thing. Right. I'm sorry. Yes. So. Okay. And they're trying to convince you, you know, that you're being somehow duped by the advertisements. Right. But I think everyone at this point, could we just see some cigarette advertisements again? Because everyone fucking knows there's a whole truth campaign. Everyone knows they're addictive. But we can't. Yes, but we can't. We you. can't in the nanny state, though, because that's the point. We sh- we're saying that people are too stupid to make d- their own decisions about sw- what's good for them. That's the whole point of the nanny state. Well, I that's kind of agree with you there. People are pretty stupid. Well, perhaps they are, yeah. but it's it's not. It's your value. Yeah. Right. You you're are so uh, yeah well and, and that's what I mean like it's just even no matter how much you educate the population anyway everyone seems to have their smoking phase regardless so it doesn't matter you know right and that's the thing is that like cigarettes will continue to exist because everyone from the age of about well unless they're outlawed unless they're outlawed. unless they're outlawed but everyone from the age of about seventeen to twenty two. Five, seven. If you hasn't figured right. out, ha- hasn't figured out their place in the universe and needs something supplementary to make them look cool. Right. Ne- they require the cigarette. Yeah. 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 That's a, I, that's not going to change. No. Um, but uh, but what w- I mean, what was the what was the thing about this? Could we? Are, are we supposed to advertise? Or we can't advertise it? Or what? We I can't advertise it. We yeah, should be able to. But we got onto this somehow. I can't quite remember. There was something about (laughs) 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 cigarettes. Yeah. Anyway, Uh, we could go back and listen to it, but oh, it was about being addicted. Right. Oh, right. Right. So you're saying it's a product that you get addicted to. Yeah. Um, But uh, you can get. uh, But they advertise alcohol. And some would argue that alcohol is addictive. Right. You know? I, I just, I mean, I don't think that that's a critical factor. The addictive The, the fact that it's addictive. I'm so going to start running ads for heroin. So everybody... I'm well, not going to sell it. I'm just going to run ads for it. Uh, How quick we <laughs> do well you think before I get well arrested? Well, the only, the only argument that I can see legitimately barring advertising for cigarettes is one where the ads go into you know because the like television ads and stuff like that sure uh go into homes there's children in front of tvs who aren't uh at a point where we would say that they're capable of making rational decisions okay but wouldn't it be fair okay so why can't we why can we never just come to an agreement why does it always have to be either you can advertise cigarettes or you can't advertise cigarettes why can't they just say something along the lines of you know what uh we don't like you advertising cigarettes because it you know kids see it and the kids get the wrong idea and they're going to start smoking before it's legal and that's bad so you can't advertise cigarettes and the cigarette company could then come back and say, all right, well, you know, it's a freedom of speech issue. 
We have the freedom of speech. It's a legal ad- product. It's a legal product. We can advertise it if we want. Freedom of speech. Rah, rah. You know? And then they say, well, but you can't advertise a product that's not, l- you know, to the people who it's not l- legal for them to buy. And then they'd be like, oh, well, you know, like how are you, we advertise on TV, you know, how are you going to monitor that? And then the government could say something like, oh, well, you know, we'll create this board who will review your ads and they'll determine whether they're being advertised, to, whether it seems to be geared towards children or not. And if it seems to be geared to anyone 18 or under, then we won't let you run the ad. So you'll have to run ads that seem like they're geared to older people. But then you're talking about censorship. So your First Amendment issue is... But they is censor the TV anyway. So what does it matter? Oh, the public airwaves. Yeah. Um, well, they probably shouldn't. No, they, they shouldn't, but they do. So if you're uh, going to take that step, why not just let them advertise? Give us a little more freedom and monitor the same, you know, give us the same rules that you give to everything else. I'd be for that. Yeah. I think I've just sold it. Yeah, except they haven't because the temperance, neo-temperance people, they're like no advertise, no, no advertising, period. It's bad for people. I think we, uh, we, we organize a mafia style. <laughs> Maybe we get some people flying in. All right. How, well, how do you feel about this? Like, I was just, uh, you see that uh, video up there, that cr- those crazy old commercials? Yeah. Yeah, there's one in there where the Flintstones are advertising Winston cigarettes. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, did you know? By the way, Winston tastes good like a cigarette should. <laughs> 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 but actually, Barney and Fred are sneaking around the side of the house so that Wilma and Betty don't catch them. That's and they're funny. having, they're enjoying See, a nice, great. they're enjoying a nice cigarette. They're supposed mm-hmm. to be mowing the lawn, mm-hmm. but uh, with this big mower with stone wheels <laughs> and stuff, seems like it'd be really hard to mow the lawn. <laughs> but uh, yeah, cavemen. But uh, yeah, they are cavemen. Yeah. Uh, but they sneak around the side to take a break and enjoy a nice Winston cigarette. It's made with Virginian tobacco. Yes, that's right. Pure Virginian tobacco, 100%. This is a conversation uh, Fred and Barney are having? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> and it's delicious and it's smooth. <laughs> it's a smooth <laughs> cigarette. <laughs> oh, did yeah. you know, uh, I read somewhere, I don't that know That cool true cigarette or not. taste. I don't, know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, so you may see another ad like that in the future. But uh, Seth MacFarlane, I think, is doing a remix of the Flintstones. That's unfortunate. They're bringing back the Flintstones, and Seth MacFarlane's going to be... You know, if Because they've MacFarlane's run out of ideas if completely. If Seth MacFarlane's doing it, might not be bad. <sighs> I heard that. I don't know if it's true, but yeah, I'm just saying, that, you know, the dude... I like Seth MacFarlane, yeah, but really? Can he come up with a new idea? He came up with two, three, three new ideas himself. And I think they're just giving him this project, you know? This is not his... But baby. let's face it, those ideas are all the same, pretty much. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. what do you got? You, you got Family Guy. You got Family Guy. You got American Dad. Totally. He's, he's just... just uh, uh, diet Family Guy. You, In family fact, Guy well, Light. I'd, I'd say, at this point, it's like the Dr. Pepper to the Coca-Cola sure. Family Guy. Okay. Uh, and then you got the Cleveland Show. Which is... A spinoff of Family Guy. Family Guy. guy. Yeah. Maybe he's just a one-trick pony. <laughs> 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 but they're all good. They're all fun. Uh, I don't like American Dad. I th- I uh, find it weak. You know, I didn't like it at first. I like the later seasons. Hmm. Yeah. And I, I, I'll, I will say that I'm, I have a harder time getting behind the Cleveland show, although it has its funny moments. Really? But it's just not as good as Family Guy or American Dad. So. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the bear I don't like, okay? It's the bear. Um, I have lots of friends who are bears, But though. they don't... Like, who's doing the Green Hornet? Uh, Seth Rogen? Yeah, it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be out of theaters in like a week, right? It's already on video. <laughs> I mean, it was in theaters a while now, back. Did, did he do it as a comedy? I don't know if it's a comedy. I think it has funny moments, but it's an action movie. Hmm. Who's playing the... It's on my Zune account. We can rent it. Who's playing the uh, Green Hornet? 
Seth Rogen. Oh, Seth Rogen's playing the main character? Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to be able to watch it. I'll try and you watch it with me. And we'll who's playing? Watch it together. Who if it ends up sucking, we'll Mystery Science Theater it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it who's playing? Uh, who's playing Kato? Uh, some Chinese guy. <laughs> it's not. Uh, no what idea. were you gonna say, Chink? <laughs> where, no. where were you going with that? I wasn't sure what. Uh, oh, first year after the blacks. Now you're after no, the Chinese. I was, I, was gonna, I was gonna say I didn't know what nationality he actually was. I didn't oh. know if he was Japanese or <laughs> Chinese or <laughs> Korean. Or so you didn't know if his eyes slanted up or slanted down. Is that or what you just think? went straight back? Or right. uh, oh, that's very nice. I d oh, I, d I you know I was actually trying to take into account that there's other <laughs> more than one <laughs> kind of one just more big than Asian, Asian yeah in quotes yeah. in air quotes I wasn't just they were say, Asian yeah some Asian guy I was yeah. gonna try and pay pin, his, pin it down yeah pin it down a little further um, which I think they appreciate <laughs> I have no idea what people appreciate yeah who I have cares, no anyway. idea you call people Oriental they get all bent out of shape yeah and. I don't even know why that's a problem. That's not like an insult, is it? No, it just means you're from the Orient. That's what I thought. But apparently people get bent out of shape. It's because the uh, British came up with the term the Orient. And it's, All right. you know, they kind of conquered them. People from India. Yeah. What are they? Indians. They're Asians. That's true, too. Uh. Yeah. So that's why you can't call everyone any. <laughs> 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 well, was he Indian or was he from China? Still, why couldn't they get somebody like Jet Li to do... Uh, Jet Li? Yeah. I think Jet Li's getting t too old to play a young... I would have been happy with Lucy Liu. character. What? I would have been happy with Lucy Liu. To play Kato? Yeah. A female She's Kato. She's too old to play a young... Uh, yeah, good point. Yeah, good point. Yeah. I mean, like, not... I just like to look old, at Lucy Liu. Saying, like... I, I just like to look at Lucy Liu. And that's fine. I'm just saying, you're naming Perhaps these Perhaps she could be Kato's mother. You're naming these actors who are, you know, kind of past their superhero playing days. Yeah, you think? I think a little bit, yeah. How old was uh, Christopher Reeves when he was playing Superman? I have no idea. Well, so I think you're uh, speaking out of turn a little bit. <laughs> pretty young, though, I think. I don't know. I have no idea. I think he was in his late 20s. Really? When he did the last one? Maybe not when he did the last one. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, then I guess, but uh, I guess it depends on the person and which superhero you're playing. Like, yeah. You know? What if like Willem Dafoe played a supervillain. Yeah. I guess it doesn't matter how young you are if you're playing a villain, though, right? Yeah. Well, hold on. Let's pick up this conversation in the next episode. Done. The superhero, uh, the superhero, <laughs> the superhero done. thread. Yeah. Because. Uh, uh, <laughs> Ooh, we're stay tuned. Stay tuned to the uh, same bat time, same bat channel for more. Let me tell you, who's too old to play a superhero? Adam West. <laughs> 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 All right. I would uh, watch it though. <laughs> I would too. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, website: www.daily-ride.com. You just listened to the Daily Ride. Yeah. And Although uh, we weren't riding anywhere. No. And uh, you can also email us, contact at daily-ride.com. Uh, or you can just go to the website and comment. If you want to email us. That's even more fun. If you want to email us your suggestions for things to talk about or comments on things we've already said that have offended you. And, uh, and please, please, write the fucking emails because one day we're going to go dry. <laughs> and we'll need an we'll email. Need you need to throw yeah. us an email. Yeah, you need to throw us an email so, so that you can keep listening to the show. Really. Some people may think we've already gone dry. I think maybe <laughs> we might think that. Anyway, right on. Right on. <laughs>